Hello! I'm Chuck Landington welcoming you to an all-new Metal Injection livecast. Did you see the news this week about American troops urinating on enemy corpses in Afghanistan? Noah, is there anywhere your influence can't reach? And by influence, I mean vaginal projectiles. Here's the show. Alright, uh, we are live on the Metal Injection livecast. For all of our live listeners, we are starting a little late. A little late. We were doing a little pre-production. It's well worth it. But People it, in the <laughs> chat rooms are saying they were terrified by that go. That they were... <laughs> they had stopped loud. expecting the show to start. Then all of a sudden that... Perfect. <laughs> That's how we build that. We're like, them. We're like Axl Rose. We're the Axl Rose of the live podcasting world in that we keep our fans waiting, waiting until they grow so impatient that they're they're almost pissed at us. Uh-huh. And then we're going to see in the corner of the room somebody's recording the show, so we're going to storm off and they're going to riot. And then we're going to go away for 20 years and gain 800 pounds. And James Hetfield's going to get burned in the face again. Yeah. At least we give them their money's worth. Yeah, in 20 years yeah, we'll become the Metal Injection Fat Livecast. Well, some of us already are that. That's <laughs> it. I speak for myself. Uh, we have a special guest here sitting in on the show. We have Monica back on. Hello, Lovely everybody. Monica. Hi. Noah's friend. Hi, and Monica. my friend. Our, our colleague from Sirius <laughs> Radio. Oh my God. We all work together at a professional <laughs> radio station. We're all going to have to get jobs at Sirius. I feel left out now. You should. Three-fifths of this table is a serious employee. Whoa. And my allergies are acting up because there is a new dog in the uh, oh, in the sorry. studio. A new Monica's dog, dog. Named Petunia. No. No. My dog Petunia's named Stella. Oh, Stella. Stella. Petunia is the third <laughs> dog that was here briefly, like but now is gone. Oh, Petunia okay. looks like Pat Oswalt. <laughs> now, there's a lot of hoopla in the chat right now about anal squirting. Uh, oh, that, wow. of course, references... Uh, the last episode and the previous episode and previous episodes where Noah has revealed to us that she has become a master at squirting. Is Are that correct, Noah? Any updates on that? Um, I did it again. Really? I did it. Did it. I don't know if you know this, but like I was because we had that whole conversation about squirting and all that. Yeah. I went online and I was googling and stuff. And it's so weird. It turned out that you have an ancestor, like a great grandmother, that was like a pioneer. In squirting. I don't oh, my know God. It, and this is, like, documented? Yeah, on I the found a whole, like, a newsreel and everything. On vaginalancestry.com? Yeah. No, I, yeah. How'd you know? That was the site I used. Oh, I go on that site all the time. Vaginalancestry.com? <laughs> That's right. Oh, I need that to exists my beyond my tree? We looked up her, uh, her vaginal family tree, and there was a whole treasure trove of squirting information. How uh, thick is this family tree? Well, why don't Oof. we just, we should just play it. So we found this newsreel? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Do you of have my it? ancestry? Yeah. Your great-grandmother was famous. Wow. Oh, Turns my God. Out. I'm, I'm a little choked, you know. Wait, what? What is this, what is this right newsreel? Uh, I guess we should just play this. Yeah, let's just play, let's just play the newsreel. It's all self-explained. Uh, producers? <laughs> can you, producers, uh, uh, were you not emailed? Uh, producers, do you have the, the clip? I'm being told we're going to be airing the clip now. <laughs> oh, I'm airing the clip. <laughs> yes. oh, I thought we were just going to do it from the production computer. Way to Hold keep on. the kayfabe. <laughs> uh, I'm talking to myself. Uh, pretending that there's wait, a troll room. so... This is my... Your great-grandmother. My great-grandmother. Gretchen Avior. Yeah, she was a squirter, just like you. Oh and maybe God. it's genetic. That's the thing. You're saying squirting runs in the family. In the it, Literally, it runs. All right, here we go. Here is 
the clip that we found. I'm excited. Squirting heroes of American history. Today, the story of Gretchen Ilsa von Avior, great-grandmother of the metal injection personality and serious certificate owner, Noah Avior. In 1919, at the age of nine, Gretchen discovered her fabulous squirting powers that would later benefit all mankind. Father, the orphanage is burning down. You have to save us. Bigorra, I know that we're all in danger, but I still can't resist touching you on your no-no spot. Come here and let me look under your skirt, young lady. Father, no! This is so wrong! Wait, what's that strange feeling? I feel like... like I have to pee! Oh dear Jesus, Mary and Joseph! It's an ever-loving tsunami! 140 children survived that day, as the tidal wave of vaginal juices put out the raging fire. Father O'Malley drowned in the sea of clear, sticky, gelatinous goo, and his hands never touched another underaged peepee again. Fast forward to the 1930s. Gretchen Avior, now known to the public as The Squirter, has refined her skills to precision pinpoint accuracy and her aide is enlisted by the local police in thwarting a bank robbery. Police position her plucky poontang pistol on a rooftop across the street, and it's open fire on the hapless outlaws. Good lord! Right between the eyes! Every last one! That's one hell of an accurate snatch. For her heroics, the squirter is awarded the key to the city. Squirter? Your vagina has done a great public service. Put that squirty salami smuggler on ice. We'll need it soon. Yes, sir. Wait, what's going on? The room is flooding. I'm sorry, Mr. Mayor. Award ceremonies turned me on so much. Oh, dear God. Everybody run! Need someone to teach those nasty Nazis a lesson? No problem, just call on the squirter. Allied forces employ the squirter's copious cooch control as she infiltrates Gestapo headquarters. Heil Hitler! Heil Hitler! So, you are the new SS officer, yeah? I have heard great things about you. The Führer will be pleased to have you aboard. Wait, why, why are you disrobing in my office and touching yourself? I, I have the strangest boner right now. Oh dear God, the office is flooding! Nine! Nine! I can't swim! Help me! That's right. A whole battalion of krauts taken down by the squirter's benevolent bearded clam. And for good measure, the allied forces bring her to Auschwitz to squirt out the ovens. Now you get here. A little earlier you couldn't come. I'm all for schwitz from this verhackte oven and my skin is peeling. Today, the squirter is retired from covert operations, but she still uses her wondrous womb for good, flying over the Midwestern United States to irrigate crops and over Africa to alleviate the devastating effects of drought and providing drinking fluid for its citizens by sticking her magical muff out the Bombay doors and splash. Millions of lives are touched thanks to Gretchen Avior, 
a squirting hero of American history. Wow. Oh. Wow. Who knew that you had such legendary squirt? We could stop the newsreel now. Thanks. Uh, who, who knew we had such legendary squirters in your family now? Oh, my God. I, I'm... Do you feel I think I'm going to squirt you guys. Oh my god. Oh, oh, no. oh, oh no. no. Run. Run. Where's the title wave sound effect? You need to learn to control it like your grandmother did. Yeah. yeah. Ah! <laughs> we should put you on a rooftop. You can snipe people. Oh my god, imagine. That would be great. Oh, uh, she's stopping. Yeah, that was fun. Oh my god. <sighs> Is your great grandmother still alive? No, she's not. Oh, okay. She didn't drown, did she? Um, no, but she, <laughs> for some reason, her grave is always very soggy. Oh, that must be why. So you didn't know that she was a squirter. Unsolved yeah. mystery. Uh-huh. <laughs> so even as a corpse, she still squirts? Wow. Yeah. That's talent. It's just a never-ending power that we have. She's a very sexual being. Don't mm-hmm. save yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! So while we were recording that, Monica, you were having some drama in the bathroom. Yeah, we heard you screaming in the bath. You weren't squirting, were you? Well, I was trying not to. Okay, good. But um, I had a very strange experience tonight. So a couple weeks back, I applied to an an oxygen position on NBC. No, come on, stop! She's telling the story. Voice turns me on so much. (laughs) I'm floating away. (laughs) Come back. Okay. Sorry. sorry. Okay. So I did that. I get a call tonight from Stanford, Connecticut. I ignore it. I listen to the voicemail, and it says, "Hey, this is for Monica. This is the Steve Wilkos show." Uh, You want to say who's Steve Wilkos is? Just I did not know. The guys here informed me that it was Jerry Springer's. Ex bodyguard, yeah, security guard on the show. Security guard. Well, she got the call in the room, and she goes, "Steve Wilco, who's Steve Wilco?" (laughs) (laughs) I was so confused. I was like racking my brain. I was like, "Did I apply to something that I didn't know about? Like, what's going on?" And I was just gonna ignore it because I was like, "It's Sunday night. Who is calling me at six thirty on a Sunday night? This has to be a prank." I was like, "Maybe one of my friends submitted me for like Mm. an MTV." disaster date show or something. No, you're going to be on Silent Library next week. (laughs) So I go in the bathroom and I call this lady back and sure enough, it's for Steve Wilco's show and it's like a booking agent and she's like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's hard. We have to work about six days a week, sometimes 60 hours. For that show? Yeah. and because you're you're she wanted me to be one of those people that finds the nutcases. Don't they just have like black people on that beat each other up and that's like the whole show? <laughs> you would think that they just flock to those shows. Well, yeah, that's actually like the hardest job on those sh- on any show is the research department just finding nut nutsos. How hard uh, can that be? Well, well uh, isn't that actors half the time? Uh, well, I don't know. I'm not an expert in that. But I was actually talking to Sean, who's not here, and Sean, as you boss. might know. Uh, works at MTV and he was telling me that uh, he used to sit next to... Didn't he tell this story on the air last Oh, he week? did? Oh, I wasn't I sure if it was did, on the air. Right? Yeah. About yes, he sitting did. Next he to the briefly, true life. briefly summarize. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he was just sitting next to the True Life interns yeah. and they would just be calling for hours like, hey, Yeah, remember how last week you played that clip of the I Hate My Face True Life that was so awesome? Oh, that's right. Too? That's how it came on. Interesting. That's right. that story then. Oh, okay. Want to play that clip again? There it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Oh. Noah, did that Sorry, show turn guys. you on that much? Yeah, all those tranny hookers and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so she, the lady on the phone, I had to, she was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting another call. It's my boss. I'll call you back in a couple minutes. So I'm waiting. I call my friend. I'm like, did you, did you apply me to this position? I'm so confused. I don't understand. Oh, I had to tell the lady. I had to interrupt her and say, what company is... Um, owned you and she's like oh NBC I'm like okay well there's that mystery and she calls me back and I said where are you located she said Stanford Connecticut and I was like mm -hmm. I'm sorry I just don't think I'm the best fit for this job I'm yeah. not looking to relocate or work <laughs> on Saturday and Sunday for 60 hours you're gonna commute to Connecticut to avoid people punching you in the face and hitting you with a chair I don't think I don't think that's the environment I want to be in yeah no that's good I would I would turn that sit around too. finding Guys that need paternity tests. <laughs> you are the father. That's a different show. Yeah, Steve Wilkos is more like he... Uh, you cheated on your mom with your dad? Not. That's crazy. And battered women and stuff. Yeah, we have a very uh, we have That's a controversial crazy. comment in the chat. Flampon said uh, Steve Wilkos is still an upgrade over Sirius. How do you feel about Ouch. that? That is not true. That's on the show. It depends. On I mean, the look, show. I get to work with Noah and Rob. Why would I give them up <laughs> to go work with these? Crazy well, you don't really work people. with Rob together, do you? No, we run into each other. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I found the website. Looking for the truth. What's Tracy this? believes that her cousin's boyfriend Freddie molested her three-year-old daughter. I did not touch her. My man ain't like that. I got a thirteen-year-old daughter. Why would I want to touch your child? <laughs> I got my own child yeah, to touch. Wow. <laughs> a mother accused. Why would your mom lie about you? Because she wants my son. I'm not letting you have him. Next, Steve. Yep, so, you that could have been Steve. my job tonight. So the jobs are, I mean, the upcoming uh, shows are, did you beat our son? Steve, <laughs> I know she's cheating. Violent cheaters. No, violent cheaters? It's with a question mark. Ooh, does that involve rape? Uh, DNA denials. And did you cross the line with my sister? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, there's, there's <laughs> clips too. Yeah. You really, you really want to be around molesters all fucking day. I don't know. <laughs> or call them at least yeah. to try to book them on the show. So yeah. gross. I would probably have to dress like real nasty every day just so I, they weren't. Oh, like, they'll still listen. Well, they're you're touching nine-year-olds. They so they they'll still be jerking off when you call them. Stop it. Or banging their sister. Is, is Chester the molester there? Oh, Hello. Darn! What a <laughs> what a catch I let go tonight. Oh. <laughs> So if you're looking for a job, anybody? Taco Grinder says, I <laughs> no, listen to you that. guys. That's enough molesters for the week. Yeah. Ah, good point, Taco Grinder. Good mm -hmm. point. I guess this is a good point, speaking of, to bring up, uh, I don't know, Bleh. call us. 646-929-1357. Still working have, out my transitions. We have a guest that's going to be calling. Oh, that's right. We have a guest calling in uh, not too far from now. Mm -hmm. It's going to be Matt Halpern from Periphery. He owns the website bandhappy.com, which he will be talking about, and the band's new album, and you'll be able to talk to Matt in just a little bit. Yeah, we didn't anticipate him being like in the beginning of the show. <laughs> yeah. But that's the way it worked out. <laughs> when you take a half an hour mm. before the show starts. Oh. Well, I, f I feel like it was worth it. Oh, I agree. I concur. <laughs> So is there anything uh, that happened this week that anybody would like to talk about no. on the show, air out their grievances? Um, 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 I'm still kind of a little bit flustered from what we had to do before the show, like all the editing and stuff. So what in editing? My mind. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, for something special that we have coming up. Oh, when is that going to be? Next week. <laughs> all right, listeners. Mark your calendar. 
Yeah, Noah was running around with her, like a chicken with her head cut off. Yeah. She was just trying to get her bikini bod ready for the 70,000 oh, yes. ounces of metal. By the way, Noah bearing her shoulders today is very daring. I know. I was yeah. having a hot flash. I had to take my cardigan <laughs> off. A hot? Really? Isn't that like it's a like menopause thing? Out. I know. I'm just joking. But like she didn't what? have a hot flash. She oh. just um, got her cardigan wet. From- is that, by oh, the way, <laughs> you just ran and put your jacket on. Is yeah. that because we started talking about her shoulders? Is that like a defensive reaction? No, she reaction? has to leave. No. Shoulder oh, conscious. Oh, you're leaving? You're not staying the whole show? No, I'm sorry. Oh. She told her story. What does she need us for now? <laughs> it's out of her system. She <laughs> look it's not like this. that. Uh, yeah. She's actually going well, to Connecticut right now. It's going yeah. to be on some other podcast. I have podcast. that interview for Steve. <laughs> it's a three hours. She's going to be on the Steve Wilkos podcast. Call me on a Sunday. Interview me on a Sunday. Hopefully it's not your baby. I hope not. What if they wanted me to interview, but then really it was a trap? It's an ambush. Get you on the show. And they said, Monica, you gave birth when I roofied you one night. This is your child. (laughs) It could happen. Do you remember being pregnant at any time, Monica? No, I don't. I don't quite remember. I thought thought it was from the ice cream. I had a belly for a little while, but... I don't know. Maybe that was, that was ice it? cream. <laughs> and that's not where you're supposed to put ice cream. Oh, Darren shoot. is getting licked right now by the dog. Yeah, you look very uncomfortable. Really? Was that you? <laughs> He's in the room. I have I have a grievance that I would like to air. Please. Uh-oh. I was talking to Rob about this earlier. I don't know if you've got the clip queued up, but I was watching the Saturday Night Live program last night. And there's plenty of times when they'll have, like, a music act of the moment that I don't like. Like, Black Eyed Peas, for instance. Right. They're awful. But what they do, they do professionally. They execute it professionally. It's just that genre of music I find to be terrible. Agreed. But the execution, I don't have. The production, whatever, they sing, they do their parts, it's fine. Last night, they had a performer on named Lana Del Rey. Uh Uh-huh. Don't know who that is. (laughs) <laughs> so fucking bad what happened she she just is a terrible she sounds like as i said earlier she sounds like if fiona apple had a stroke and like <laughs> half of her face was palsied so she couldn't get words out properly so I, like, found, I found the clip is that what she sounds like normally just listen to this and you tell me And like one of every five words sort of sounds like Fiona Apple and then it goes back to like awful and you're like, wait, what happened? What? I'm in the backyard, pull up in your fast car, whistling my name. Uh, <laughs> definitely hear the Fiona Apple. You open up a beer, take it over here and play a video game. She looks like a Kristen Wiig character. Yeah, that's what a lot of people on Twitter were saying last night. Undress, getting Dress, take your body down, 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 down. Oh my god. So she gets deep for a second. She's like, what the huh? What? <laughs> I used to have a math teacher yeah. that whenever she would get angry, she had a very high pitched voice, but when we would piss her off, she would go, You finish up the problem right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Herman Munster. Play that again. <laughs> Lily. Tell you all the time. Heaven is a place on earth with you. 
Like a ball like, how gown. is this on national television? So then I got curious. I went on Wikipedia. Turns out she has a crazy rich dad who uh-huh. just threw all his money behind making his little baby a music star. What's really? her name again? Lana Del Rey. That's not her real name. If you go on Wikipedia, there's like quotes from her where she's like, <laughs> yeah, my team thought that that name really my fit what I was going after. My team? Yes. She's like, yes. She's one of those people. She's just giving in to being totally fabricated. She just wants to be famous. My, so what's her real name? Like Sarah Lipschitz? Oh, oh, Rob, let's, um, I'm going to try to get on it. Elizabeth Grant. I heard there she... Go. I heard she... Elizabeth Grant? Why would yeah. you change that? Yeah, that sounds Hollywoody. Yeah. Liz Grant. I think she just needed a name to distract people from her horrific voice. She's only 25. Too old for Hollywood. She looks fucking 35 the way she's dressed right now. Okay, so I want. This is a quote from her. I wanted to be a band, but the label I was with and the team I had around me absolutely wanted me to be a solo artist. Lana Del Rey artist. came from a series of managers and lawyers over the last five years who wanted a name that they thought better fit the sound of the music. They were gonna go with. Uh, Steve Wilco. Yeah. But then they changed it. Oh. <laughs> Let's hear that some more. Play the second Yo. song. It's equally terrible. She played twice? Well, the second yeah. song was with Lou Reed. I don't know. Oh, if my were. God. Yeah. She kind of looks like. Um, <laughs> like Kelly Osborne. Oh, yeah. She looks like she's had multiple plastic surgeries. Oh, yeah, that nose is so But fake. she's 25, though. What's she doing? My team thought that I should yeah. have a smaller nose. Yeah. My team felt that the uh, nose I had originally was not in line with what we were doing. Just, I feel like I'm a cranky old man when I make these complaints, and I am uh, a cranky old well, man, but yeah. sometimes it's <laughs> legit. Like, it used to be back in the day, somebody would grow up and they just had this amazing voice that just uh-huh. needed to get out there, like Janis Joplin or Aretha Franklin. And it was like, it didn't matter what you looked like, it right. didn't matter anything. That was just a voice that was gonna go places. Now it's just like a spoiled little rich girl grows up and sees somebody singing on TV and it's like, Daddy, I want that. I want that. Well, Give me that. And because of Pro Tools. Gives it, yeah. Because anyone can have an album now that sounds halfway decent because they can And it's everything. not even that you have this voice that just needs to be heard. It's just, oh, I want to be a famous singer. And she but is. But you can't sing, so I want it. Give it. <laughs> and then they get it. That's what's wrong with, with mainstream and, the, and music. And the amazing thing is, SNL last night had a sketch basically about that, about how now you don't even need to be good at anything. You can uh-huh. just get your name out there and everybody's accepted. Yeah. You saw the sketch, That was right? a great sketch. Describe the sketch. You'll probably describe it better than uh, it's basically like the two hosts were a photo blogger and uh, I forget the other profession, but it's just about people that just go on the internet and just because they say they do something, mm-hmm. they they are like that thing. Yeah, like, like with no qualifications or actually being good at it. It's just, just because they tried. Your whole life. Like first we have a juggler and the guy couldn't juggle, but they were like, great job. You actually, you said you are something and you tried and that's all that matters. <laughs> and then the musical guest is that, like, do you think they did that sketch on purpose to sort of make light of who the musical guest was or is it just a coincidence? <laughs> yeah, I don't think they would poke fun at themselves. Like, why do they, like, what would they gain from that? But that totally is a coincidence. Sort of like winking to the crowd, like, yeah, some of us understand that this is terrible. Don't hold it against us yeah I think so but it was like it. <laughs> awful <laughs> was there the song oh uh, you got that um, one hold on that'll take a second yeah, but she's got like a whole ball gown and like a whole thing like she's you know oh yeah Barbara Streisand or listen you get, you get that team around you they know what to do <laughs> the team the team felt I should wear this ball gown yeah 
<laughs> Lily. <laughs> she sounds like China. Do you think she yeah. talks like that too? <laughs> oh, God. Find her talking somewhere. No, I bet yeah. her voice sounds nothing like that because that voice is so, like, affected and false and, like, I'm trying to sound like uh, Nico or something or Marianne Faithful. <laughs> wow, Sid, it sounds like your balls just dropped. Yeah. <laughs> if only. Um, do we know what the name of this? <laughs> Yeah, this is her single she cut with Metallica. <laughs> yes, my team felt that working with Metallica would be beneficial for my career. <laughs> I'm changing my name to Mary Unfaithful. Hold on, there's an ad. This. Rob, that's a very good impression of her, by the way. Thanks. <laughs> Hi there, I'm uh, Lana Del Rey. My team tells me I should come on the Metal Injection Live <laughs> to get the young, perverted children demographic. And so far, I think it's working. I feel like my album sales with the young pervs are doing phenomenal. Phenomenal. Falal. Falal. My team, my team believes I should pronounce words incorrectly. That might add to my street credibility. All right, here's the... Once again, Lana Del Rey. Who was the host? Uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Oh. He actually did a good job in spite of most of the sketches being pretty crappy. This is easy top cover. Blood shades. Black gloves. <laughs> Look at Look at She totally has collagen. She just said fresh to death. Like no emotion. She's yeah. so stiff. Are we sure she's she? She a- is hugging herself right now with a hand. Like how awkward could you be? It's like it, you know, like a high school talent show. Like yeah. this girl would come in like second, just because. <laughs> oh, we all like her. We don't want to. You know, she's trying. Is she uh, definitely a woman? <laughs> I think so. I mean, who knows? She had a nice ass. I'll say that for her. But- this a lot of guys have nice asses too. My so. team, my team felt I should go in the direction of cutting off my penis because yeah. women uh, vocalists are more popular nowadays. It seemed like a, the right way to go. Oof. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, I just <laughs> caught, caught my penis in a folding chair. <laughs> oh my god! Balls drop. On television. Maybe she has really bad indigestion and gas. Yeah, like, uh, what's her face? That she just really Ashley needs Simpson. to let one now. But is this what her... Wait, hold on. Falafel Destroyer in the chat asks, would Rob finger her in public? No. It has to be a... Is there a, a Private, maybe. Would you cram your fist down her throat to shut her off? <laughs> Without question. her mouth. Yes. But is this what her act sounds like? Like, on the record, does she sound I like don't know. Do you have... Let's look at this track. I would put my fist in her mouth and my other fist in her ass and wear her, like, those hand warmers they used to wear in the old days. <laughs> Just Could walk you around s- like that. Like squirt her away. Oh, I wish. <laughs> uh. Uh. Here. Oh. Where is that? What are this we is the same for? track. Interscope put this out. Our Fucking Interscope. Whose hearts in heaven? Yeah. Hollow be thy name. That's uh, oh, it's worse. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, she looks pretty in that picture, but. But that's all Photoshop, clearly. And, like, the puffy lips, really. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's. 
Let's yeah, uh, bring that down. Uh, but bit. Darren, uh, while asking if she was a tranny, reminded me of this website you showed me earlier this oh. week. <laughs> and really, the website doesn't matter. It's just the song. This is Sean's ringtone? Yeah. It's a quiz. You, you pick Once if it's a tranny a or a granny. Which one's your gran? Which one's a man? Oh, Who is this? It's just the guy that made the quiz. I think he just made a song. This is a Gary Newman song. Is there old Which stuff? one's a man? Old dear old queer, pre old dear or old queer. Alright, just repeat. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Best <laughs> thing Russell Brand ever did. Here we go. <laughs> Sound like Russell Brand. Oh. Uh, ooh, yes. ooh. What are you doing, Rob? Ah. Under the table. Rob's checking himself away. to see which one he is. <laughs> <laughs> which one, Rob? <laughs> Granny. <laughs> I knew it. By the way, I got 14 out of 16. <laughs> I feel like this should be the theme song to Mrs. Divitelli. <laughs> right? <laughs> From now on, whenever she makes an appearance, this is her intro music. And Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone hear from Sean? No. Well, the last I heard, heard from him, he just got in. He's probably not sure. He's not going to come. And raped. <laughs> I hope he gets raped. Which one's a man? Why do you hope that? You want to give you, you want to give the website for this? Uh, so if you stealing their the music? website is a bit, it's like a, it's not a domain. But if you Google tranny or granny, it's the first result. All right. So Noah, why do you want Sean to get raped? That's just wrong. I know you hate him, but come on. I Some people I, need I to get raped. Him. I agree. I but think Sean, Sean, I don't know Sean, Sean seems Sean like does. the kind of guy that would probably enjoy it. So that's not rape. He's enjoying it. He'll write a grindcore song about That's just sex. It. I guess. But there's... I, I, just, and rape. He seems like a guy that would like to be for, forcibly penetrated. You think? Uh, ho, ho! Uh, falafel Destroyer in the chat says we should call Sean on the air. I don't see why this is not okay. happening. Let's, yeah, let's but do he's, it. But I don't know. Is he going to pick up... Probably yes. not. He he won't recognize the phone number because we only say it every every all week. All over my penis and face. <laughs> Do you think that that's the number that shows up when we call? Yeah, I think I think does. he just got home at like noon and he's just blowing us off. <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting in the bathtub <laughs> drinking beer. Yeah. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> he did text me earlier about <laughs> waiting to get food. Hello, who's this? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to hang out with those douchebags tonight. Fuck them. Oh, hello. <laughs> Wackity schmackity do. Wackity schmackity do. I totally made that up myself. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't steal that or anything. Pat and who? Yeah, what? Hey. <laughs> Did you recognize the number? Of course. It's, in my context. It sounds <laughs> awfully quiet at the bus depot, Sean. <laughs> I am home now. Oh. Dick. Oh. What? Hello. <laughs> why, why aren't you here? I literally just got home like 10 minutes ago. Why don't you just come straight here? Yeah, right told, over the bridge. Told told the Greyhound bus just to take me straight to Williamsburg. <laughs> yeah, just, just give him a tip. A good tip. <laughs> <sighs> we, started the, tip. we started the show like a half hour late, so you would have been right on yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, if that's the case, I could try to get ready soon and leave. If that's 
No, it's okay, Sean. Don't He's do us really a favor. really hoping we say no. He's like, so in that case, <laughs> yes, Sean. Not only do we want you here, but the entire world listening at home want you here. We have a Doritos Aww. bag waiting for you. I thought only three people. Only three people did. Mm-hmm. Let's ask yeah. the people in the chat right now. Do you want Sean to come in, or would you rather Sean not come in? Chat room. The power is in I your want hands. You. I want Sean here. Yes. Yes. Sure. Sure. I want Sean. Sure. I like yeah. that. I like come, that. In. come in. They don't want you to come. I want you. Sean is the live cast. <laughs> Let's make drops of all of these things of Noah saying good things about Sean. Come <laughs> in. Come on me, Sean. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah, now in the chat, say what? things you want Noah to say to Sean. <laughs> Mo's sure deaf. They want, we can't get Mo's deaf. We're not that big yet. He doesn't go by Mo's deaf anymore. He oh, goes yeah. by his actual name. What is it? Some kind of African yeah. shit. I want you all over my penis and face. <laughs> Write down that person's name so I can contact them. All over my private. penis and face. <laughs> Dante <laughs> Terrell Smith. Is that Mo's deaf? That's not no, what he, he said. Has, like, oh, Yasseline kind of, Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah Yasseline, whatever. What Sean, is Yasin Bay? Yeah. That's a hardcore name. What do you think about Lana Del Rey? We were just talking about her. Who? <laughs> she was a musical guest on Saturday Night Live last night. Shawnee, uh, Sean, what do you think about the song? Tranny, oh, oh, yeah. Is this your ringtone, Sean? Tranny, yeah. Tranny, oh, granny. One's got a wheelie, <laughs> other's got a fanny. <laughs> Which it one's should be. Grand? <laughs> Which one's a man? Of course. Oh, dear, oh, queer, pre-op or hip-hop. Full bags of onions, full sleep or full stick. What is it? Pre-op or hip-hop? Pre-op. Oh. Pre-op or hip-hop. I don't know why hip-hop. Tranny, 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 old granny. Tranny, tranny. I prefer trannies to grannies, actually. Really? Come on. You'd fuck a hot granny. got a fanny. What if she was... Unless a, we're talking about like a Helen Mirren or like a yeah. Diane Lane or something. Or what about like about a, Diane Weist? What about like a ghetto broad that had a kid when she was 18 and then her daughter had a kid yeah. when she was 18? Like a Felicia Rochelle. Oh, yeah, yeah. So then she's yeah, like, like 36. The, I think like the youngest grandma is like 24 years old. Is that she had really a kid true? when she was 12 and her kid had... The kid when she was That's crazy. Would Sean be lying about that, Darren? Well, he does come from the Midwest, so. Yeah. Sean, did you hear that on the Steve Wilkos show? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm sure I stole that from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Sean is still. Just trying to pinpoint where. Still very yeah. upset about that uh, criticism. Yeah, true. True. Someone in the chat wants sure. you to wackity their schmackity do. <laughs> Taco grinder. I can't, man. I was, I was, I was, I was submitted a summons, but I can't use that joke anymore. Uh, nothing head says Sean once told me on Facebook that he would come all the way down to Miami for me. Is that true? Oh, Sean. Did you promise that? You lying sack of shit. Well, it depends on your definition of come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess th- nothing had that's not happening. Sorry. <laughs> he lied. I mean, Lucky buys a plane ticket. I don't give a shit. That's fine. Yeah. No, or if you just happen to be in Miami, you'll just lie and say. Hey, we're going to be in Miami next week. Sean, you can come in our luggage. Do you really want him to come in your luggage? Yeah, wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll come all over your time. luggage, you kidding me? <laughs> no, do you really want Sean to come on that trip with you? No. Yeah, I figured. It should, though. 
I want to see Sean like show up and like hang out poolside and like cut off denim shorts <laughs> with like a trucker tan, <laughs> drinking a beer. Yeah, I was gonna ask you: Are, are there going to be any less uh, disgusting uh, people on this cruise as last year? What do you mean disgusting no, people? There, there were disgusting people. Is it still they a? See that that's where they can congregate, and that's where they're gonna go. Is it still an obscure metal cruise? Is it, uh, yes. Yeah, yes. It's <laughs> Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, I see. There are guys from all over the world. No, the bands though, but oh. not the but the people there. You told me they were like all like crusty weirdos. I, no. I never said that. No, no. don't There's say so they, some guys. of them are listening right now. They don't. Wanna... <laughs> no, that's not true. No, uh, no, the, all the people were like very nice, like. Like cl- classy metalheads. Yeah, they, they were all metalheads with jobs. <laughs> it's because... yeah, like old. It's older metalheads. It's oh. not like it's no, like... they were young. They were oh, yeah, more younger than people that could afford to waste money on a yeah, fucking exactly. Cruise. People that that, that I can blow say it was a, a waste brand. of money. You didn't pay, so it wasn't a waste of money for you. Of course, I did, we pay, did pay something. I may pay? have not paid full price. You paid That's for the bikini. Nobody's business. Yeah, and I paid you for my bikini. Wait, 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 wait. Noah just said that's nobody's business. I think that's a live cast first. <laughs> that Noah thought something was none of our business. That's, that's wow. Private, that's private matter. Yes, yeah, you can talk about her snatch all you want, but as soon as you get into financial matters, Sid, too far. Jewish through and through she is. <laughs> <laughs> My true colors are showing right now. I'm so embarrassed. Do not talk about Noah's wallet. <laughs> Judaism does not run deep on that one. Wow. Noah, um, wow. will you be? Will you give us a rundown of the various bikinis you'll be sporting on this? I show? haven't found a bikini. I tried <gasps> going with Frank to find a bikini, but uh-huh. why don't you borrow one from him? Borrow one from him? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he said. Um, We're going with Frank to buy a bikini. Like I think his cup size is a little bit larger than mine. Oh, that's wrong. He's in good shape, Frank. What are you talking about? Noah skips this song when she listens to Dark <laughs> no, Side I do of the not. Mood. No, I do not. That's not true. Money! This is no, we can't talk song. about this. Not even in music. Pink Floyd, this is none of your business. You stay out of my wallet, Pink Floyd. <laughs> Noah's got to get fed. We're just joking. We're running with the joke. I'm, I'm, I have nothing to say. No, I saw you shook your head like, oh, this is, it's not true. Roger Waters, I'm trying, your business. I'm trying to protect your company, Rob. <laughs> and sensitive information from leaking. Okay? I'll talk all about well, my leaking, but Rob, not how much my money. did you guys pay for the cruise last year? No, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm also Jewish. How much does the but, cruise cost for well, it people who are regularly comped? What? Twelve hundred. The cheapest. The cheapest. No, the cheapest is if you share a room with three other people. Random it's, people. It, it could be like random. They just or pair you off. It's yeah. Or you, you can, can have three do that. Friends. Or you could have three friends. Okay. And it's six hundred sixty-six dollars a person. That ain't bad. Plus two hundred fifty dollars in taxes. But oh, Sid's shaking his head. But it's a, no, just because six hundred sixty-six dollars. Oh, like, I didn't even think of that. Did yeah. they have to round down or round up to get to that? Like, think, was it I mean, six hundred dollars? Hey, let's just add the sixty-six bucks. It'll be cool. <laughs> or was it seven hundred? They were like, let's knock down a few, so it's a cool number. That is probably the. No, he just said that it's two hundred fifty bucks for tax. So they just said that to be like funny. Yeah. Yeah, they have the two fifty, and that's the real price. Yeah, yeah. jerks. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, to go, you know, on a cruise, it's even if you don't like metal, it's fun, you know. Yeah. Actually, I don't think I would have fun on a cruise if it didn't have all the yeah. bands and stuff. Yeah, I would probably just be bored after the second day. Really? 
Yeah, there's really nothing to do it's on the boat. Old people that go on cruises yeah. typically. All you I've do is lay around. All you do is either. Li- well, I mean, there's a casino, so now you'd keep busy. No, but those but, casinos suck. My friend, yeah. who's another poker degenerate like me, they said he told me that. Uh, he went on a cruise, and the poker is ridiculous. Like, they rake you out the ass. Like, they take half the pot and keep it, you know? Wow. I won and money when I played blackjack. Yeah. You got lucky. You told us. Yeah. You were like, I don't know what I'm doing. 20 hit me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I won. <laughs> yeah. The dealer probably no, wanted to bone you. At f- well, at first, she was like, Robert, can I just give you my money and you play with it? And I'm like, no, I'm not going <laughs> to lose your money. I'll just sit next to you, and I'll tell you what to do. And then you did it, Noah. I did. You listened to my... And then everyone was rooting for her. Everyone else at the table like, yeah! yeah Burton, Burton C. Bell was at the table rooting for me. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? The, the singer, singer of Fear, Fear Factory. Factory. But I oh. think uh, Sid was right, though. I think the dealer just wanted you to win because yeah. he wanted to bone It was a chick, though. There. Well, she the wanted dealer, to How long you. was her hair? And, and the, deal, the, the dealers switched <laughs> off, so... They, they wanted to take turns on you. Yeah. Everybody wants a piece of that poon. So he was just like, you You, had, you just had yes. 27, and he was like, you win, you know, fuck it. Just give you the money. 31. <laughs> Were you in your bikini playing blackjack? No. Yeah, did you have your can not. hanging out or what? It's no, cold not. inside. There's, like, air conditioners and stuff. Gets nipply. Falafel Destroyer asks, the dealer wanted some tribidism? <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, we were tribidating under the table yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, well... That sounds like it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, Falafel Destroyer says, is Ken Pierce going to be on the cruise? Uh, I, I don't know. So. Rob, is Ken Pierce going <laughs> no, to be on the cruise? No, I don't think, oh. I don't think he's going to be Oh, why not? He can't even get his own Maybe ticket. as a patron, not as a yeah. journalist. He pays his own You're right. Way. So what he would you do? He's you on lo- the co-op board. He could afford anything. He's <laughs> <laughs> like Jerry Seinfeld's father. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was on the Lusitania. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, other than like the casino, you either just you know sit out poolside all day, get drunk, is there or shrimp eat cocktail? food. But they let that, you- there was a minimal amount of shrimp cocktail. <laughs> I was very disappointed. I do remember though, uh, uh, it was on the menu in the restaurant one night, and I got two orders, yeah. and the 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 waiter kind of smirked a little, <laughs> like, like, like you uh, would. Yeah. yeah. But then the, the, the serving came and I was like, well, I'm glad I got two servings. There was like two shrimp in this thing. And it was like, but they were two giant shrimps. No, no. Did they still have Jumbo the turd lines in them? No, they didn't they have the turd lines. Properly cleaned. Yeah. Thanks. They fresh. It. The mud veins. Yeah. Mm. Did they taste like they came out of a plastic bag earlier from the supermarket? Probably. That's probably exactly where they came from. You love that bagged shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, aren't we supposed to have a guest? We're going to have him in just a little bit. We're going to take a little music break, and then uh, I'm, I'm texting with him right now. We're lining oh. that up. No, our interns are doing that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool, yeah. So, Sean, uh, yeah. thanks for coming in and braving it through and being on the show. Uh, your fans yeah, appreciate, appreciate it. it. You're a trooper. Anytime. <laughs> uh, you know what, Sean? I, do what I, can, you know? I like the way you sound better over the phone than over the mic, so I guess this is... It's not Good. the way he sounds. You just like him not being here. <laughs> and the way that he sounds. Yeah. Yeah. He's more yeah. audible. I'm He's a lot easier on the ears than the eyes. That's what, you know. mm. <laughs> All right. Too, you're too hard on yourself. Uh, well, let's go to a quick music break before we take Matt on the air. Uh, we're going to start off with a song that Sid requested. Uh, a night, not quite metal track, but it What's works for me. Here's Nine Inch Nails. 
with physical.
Action Livecast with a bunch of godless liberal Jews who hate this country and one neo-Nazi ginger skinhead. What a comedy dream team. And now, if you'll excuse me, I have to attend a Glenn Beck rally. Here's the show. Bland is done for the night, but we're here, back on the Metal Injection Livecast. We didn't really go anywhere, we just played a little bit of music. We started with a Sid request, Nine Inch Nails cover of Physical off of his and my favorite Nine Inch Nails album, Broken. Yes. Mm. And then to counteract Sid's request, I played Cynic. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> I like Pretty Hate Machine better. Uh, box up my bones. I love Pretty Hate Machine, but I find myself listening to Broken the most, yep. going back to it the most. Short and sweet. And uh, let's not delay this any longer. We promised and we are going to deliver. We're going to have Matt Halpern, drummer of Periphery. Is he and Jewish? Sounds like a Jewish name. We can ask an owner of BandHappy.com on the air right now. Yeah, Halpern's very Jewish. Hello. Matt, what's up? You're on the air with the Metal Injection live cast. Our studio audience How's is going, pumped. Man? Thank you for taking some time to do this. Oh, no worries. Dude, you're breaking up, though, for some reason. I'm hearing all, like, robot-y voice right now. That's actually our studio audience that you were just hearing? No, that's how Rob naturally sounds. Oh, maybe. Do I still sound terrible? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little crazy. Are you sure you're not high? <laughs> What's up? Uh, you may want to try to call me back one more time. It's, it's, I can barely hear you. You sound like you're in a box. Okay. All right. We're going to call you right back because we're all about <laughs> professionalism here at the Stop talking like that, Rob. Cast. It's making him think that. Cool. I'll be here. Okay, cool. Is he, is uh, he just trying to bail on this interview <laughs> by saying, hey, you're breaking up. I'm going through a tunnel. Well, that's a good, that's a good point, Sid. Let's I hope that's that not again. the case. I mean, you already said his website. <laughs> what does he need to talk to us for at this point? Okay. How, how do I sound now? Do I sound gorgeous? Fantastic. Gorgeous. Much better. Oh, Perfect. thank goodness. Beautiful. All right, Matt. Well, thanks for taking some time to do this. I know you're not feeling well. you got a little case of the food poisoning. Oh, my God. Craziest thing ever. I got hit with it at like 3 a.m. out of nowhere, and it's been brutal. Like, completely brutal. Just like the worst thing ever. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. What did you eat? Uh, no, you know, I, it wasn't even like fast food. I got, uh, I went to a nice restaurant, got some chicken kebabs and thought everything would be good. And then, you know, like I said, 3am, it was like, uh, it was, it was as if like the monster from, uh, what's that dream catcher was in my stomach. Oh my God. Wow. What a <laughs> way to reference one of the worst <laughs> movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, there you go. God. I mean, I, did, I had to think of like the most gruesome thing ever. Uh, so there you go. That's pretty much what it was like. Jason Lee was in that movie for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Matt, there was a little debate before we got you on the phone. Are you Jewish? Yes, I am Jewish. You are one of the chosen people. You're on the air with four other chosen people. Beautiful. I feel the love. <laughs> L'chaim. All right, let's get right <laughs> into it. Let's get right into it. Uh, you, ju- Your website, banhappy.com. All right, Darren, relax with that. <laughs> let's cut off the shofar. All right. No time for shofar right now. Okay. Uh your website, bandhappy.com. You just launched this thing. Give me the pitch. Yep. Uh, say it again. I couldn't hear you. Give you the what? The pitch. What is, what's, the, what's the website uh, about? The pitch. The pitch. Bandhappy is a, it's an online marketplace for musicians to connect via 
online and on tour music lessons, and we handle everything from scheduling, communication, payment, and the actual lessons between pretty much any musician in the world uh, to any other musician in the world. Um, that's that's the most summarized version of what we do. Right. And so basically, if you're a musician who wants to learn, you can sign up and get lessons from uh, guy, people in bands or just people who are good at, at the certain instrument. And vice, and the, on the other end, if you want to teach, you can do that as well, right? Exactly. Yeah. You can apply to be a teacher. We have a very, very um, thorough vetting process of all the teacher applications. And uh, if you're a student, you know, you can absolutely take lessons with, you know, anyone on our roster right now as a teacher. We have over 250 uh, pretty amazing teachers in the system, and it's it's continuing to grow every day. We get new submissions every day. And, um, you know, so far, it's been really good. We've had lessons, you know, all the way today. Uh, there was somebody teaching in Ohio to someone in the Persian Gulf. We've had lessons from Norway to uh, Montreal. I mean, it's, uh, you name it, we've done it so far for the most part. It's, it's all over the place. It's That's really cool. crazy. It really so, makes the world a lot smaller for musicians. Is it like a private lesson or is it group lessons? The online lessons for now are private. We wanted to launch with the idea of this, you know, one-on-one -on -one experience. Um, of course, you know, group lessons is something that we, we will be implementing. Um, but for now, I think what's really beautiful about it is, you know, uh, uh, someone who wants to learn how to play guitar from, or, or really learn how to play their favorite song can potentially learn from somebody in their favorite band. And, um, you know, given the genre that, that you guys are focused on as far as the metal bands go, I mean, we really have a, a really good, um, a really good, uh, you know, choices to pick from, um, for, for, you know, learning pretty much any song, any music from your favorite artist. You know, that's, that's what's really cool about it. And like I said, that one-on-one -on -one experience is what, I think really is uh, is unique because you get a 30 minute, you know, or one hour lesson one on one where you're not only learning something directly from the source, but you're kind of getting to experience that they're a real person, you know, that, that, that these musicians are real people that, that they're doing this because one, they want to connect with their fans on a different level, but two, you know, it, it helps them to make a living so that they can continue to make the music that, that we all appreciate, you know. That's awesome. Who are some of the musicians that you have that people can get lessons from? Some of the more known musicians. Uh, I mean, everybody from you know uh, Chris Haller from Lamb of God to Jeff Loomis, uh, you know of, of Nevermore and the Jeff Loomis uh, band. Uh, all the guys from Protest the Hero. Um, all the guys from from Periphery. Yours truly. Um, Animals as leaders. Boys are on there. Uh, you you know seriously, you name it in the metal world. I think we're 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 pretty much uh, covering it for the most part. Everybody from Chimera to uh, to some of the Daft guys to. Uh, between the barrier to me. Are so there they're any, all there. Are there any non-metal musician-type yeah, folks? there are a bunch of other genres. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, there's a ton of actual non-metal uh, musicians. And, and, you know, there's people that are in bands. You know, we have some of the guys from Less Than Jake, some of the guys from Dredge, um, you know, a lot of other, other well-known non-metal bands. And then, you know, what's been great about this is since we've opened, we've had submissions from people all over the U.S., all over the world, that... You know, some are composers, some are producers, some are violinists, some are bassoonists. You know, it, we really cover uh, and are starting to cover all all areas, and, and that's something that we're going to be continuously uh, developing as we go. You know, the really trying to expand into any and all genre from here. So, you are know? you are are you going to rotate all these uh, all these teachers, or are they going to be available for like more than one lesson? 
No, no, they're all. It, it, they set their own lesson rates. They set their own schedules. It's completely up to them. They can teach one lesson if they want to, which you know doesn't really behoove them too much because it's a great experience. But they can also you know set up a whole week's worth of schedules, you know, week after week, or they can uh, you know they can teach on tour. So no, I mean we have tons of repeat customers. Um, a bunch of the teachers have already been doing repeat lessons, and since we've opened, it's been really off to the races for for uh, a lot of the musicians. They've been having a great time, and you know, like I said, they set their own schedules and rates, so it's really up to them how much they want to teach, and we just try to create the uh, the marketplace for them to excuse me to make it easy for them. You know, is there like a average rate that you that you could talk about? Like like how much would a, a, a lesson like a half hour lesson typically go for? Um, well, you know, what I'm seeing is, like I said, teachers set their own rates, but lately what I've been seeing is anywhere, you know, between 20 bucks to $45 for half hour, depending on who they are and, um, you know, their, their level of notoriety in some cases or their level, level of expertise in other cases. And then, you know, for an hour lesson, anywhere from 40 bucks to, you know, I've seen guys that are off in a hundred dollar lessons. It just really, you know, it depends on, uh, on how the market dictates itself. And I think it's going to even out over time, but you know, it's the beginning. So we're going to see a lot of different prices. I think all, all over the place. Who's the most expensive. Uh, that I don't know. Offhand, I don't know. Is it Lewis? Um, there's a couple of guys that are charging over over a hundred, or rather, right around a hundred, um, seventy-five to eighty an hour. So I'd rather not call them out. Like I'll let I'll let people search for them on the site, and they can decide if they can uh, if they can accommodate that. I was actually looking on the site earlier, and I actually a hundred dollars is not the most expensive one Uh-oh. because I found that Thor Shredstein's people ah. set up a profile for oh him, and God. he is three thousand dollars an hour. <laughs> if well, you want no, a second, it said. Oh, a second! Oh wow! <laughs> so uh, that's funny. That's, that's well, good stuff. Well, you know, Rob, we got to get you on there too, man, because you got a lot that you know about the music business. I think a lot of people would love to learn from you as well. What? You know, how you did with Is yeah, yeah, man, you done as a as a writer and and uh, you know innovator of a of a really successful you know metal news website. You, you know, you guys are are you know up there with the cream of the crop, and I think a lot of people have interest in that. Um, so you know, that's the thing. It's not just music lessons. It's it's across the board. I kind of give it away for free every week on the show, though. So, Rob, I might be yeah. flooding. Yeah. I might, charging us. I might Don't be give flo- many ideas. You know what? I might be flooding the marketplace. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair, you might be. Oh. You know, all the characters you have with Misha, you know, that, I mean, a lot of people want to learn how to talk with a Russian accent. Oh, you're right. Maybe Metal Misha and Sinister Sasha can do some, yeah, some lessons on Van Happy. That's interesting. Yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, let's talk about Periphery really quick. Uh, you guys are in the sure. studio right now. Uh, how is that yeah. coming along? How, how far along in uh, the recording process are you? Oh, it's great. It's great, man. Um, you know, we uh, we're, we're just at this point. We're trying to finish everything we can before we head out on the Dream Theater tour. Um, I'm not sure that we're going to finish before we leave, but that's okay. We uh, we're not very pressed for time, and we'll be able to come back right after the tour and finish anything that, that's still uh, over our heads to do. But it sounds amazing. I mean, it's nothing like the first album. It's completely beefed up. It uh, the songs are way better in my opinion. Spencer is absolutely killing it and it's all live you know nothing was done in the box so to speak you know all the drums aren't beat drums this time around they're live drums the guitars are live amps and and cabinets so it has a real live sound to it which i think is a lot different than than, uh you know than what people are used to hearing from us and from misha you know cool uh do we do we have callers for matt uh if anybody you never would gave like out to, the number. I guess I didn't give out the number. If anybody wants to call in and speak to Matt, the number to dial is 646 929 1357. 
Uh, so are you guys, do you guys have like a target date for when this is going to be released? Are you guys looking to put it out this year or just like whenever it's done? No, I mean, it'll be this year. Um, you know, hopefully right before we do some summer touring is, is what we're looking at or, uh, you know, something like that. I, I don't think we're going to, um, get it out anytime before then, but you never know. I mean, the, the guys in my band work really hard. Um, you know, and they're, 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 they tend to be very swift when they want to be. So, um, I guess we'll see. We'll see how it goes for sure. Awesome. And I know you've probably been really busy right now, but you, have you been listening to any music uh, that you want to talk about right now? Uh, you know, lately, the only thing I've been listening to has, has really been uh, the, the, the auditions from all of the artists that are applying on Band Happy. That's, that's the most music I've been listening to lately, aside from, you know, getting all the periphery stuff together for the recordings. You know, my head has been buried in either periphery land or, or Band Happy uh, teacher land. How are guys... So, uh, no, but... Sorry. What's that? I was going to ask, how are, how are the, the teachers screened for a band? Uh, we have a... We have a pretty pretty hefty process. You know, when when teachers apply, they have to tell us information about themselves. Um, you know, they have to upload a video of themselves performing. Um, so, you know, based off the information they give us, if they put together a profile that really, you know, is professional and they take the time to do it, and they also have a lot to offer as a musician, then it's it's no problem, and we're happy to approve them. But you know, if someone comes and they put no time into their teacher application, they don't fill out the profile information, they, they put up a crappy video where you can't see who it is in the band that's performing, like it's like a live performance video, or you know, it, it's just if, if they if they don't take their time, you know, I, I don't think that that you know we want them here as a teacher because that shows you know. You, how you do one thing is, is usually how you do everything. And if you're sloppy and you're, you know, you're, uh, you're not very, very tight with what you're, what you're putting out there, you know, you got to assume that some of the lessons will be the same way. And we don't really want to have that type of environment, uh, with Dan happy. Gotcha. And are you giving instructions? I am. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. When I have the time, um, I'll where do you find the time here and there? <laughs> What's that? Where do you find the time? Uh, you know, you make it, you make, you make the time. It's important. And I have a lot of students that I, that, you know, I've taught over the years to, uh, even as research for band happy, you know, I taught a ton of online lessons, a ton of in-person lessons while I've traveled around on tour at the venues. Um, so I have a lot of students from all over that I, that I really, you know, still, uh, have a good relationship with and, um, still work with. It's just really, you know, they're, they're the ones that are really cool to, to bend with my schedule. So it's really whenever I can. And I try to, you know, I try to fit in a couple here and there a week. And, uh, you know, when we go on tour, I'll, I'll hopefully be teaching a couple here and there as well uh, on the Dream Theater tour. And how do the instructors uh, communicate with their students when they're not having a lesson? Like if they have to change a time or something like that? Is it through email? Uh, that's really easy. There's a comment system that's uh, private between both student and teacher once the lesson is purchased. So they can just comment back and forth, and there's email notifications for everything. And we're also uh, going to be releasing some new stuff to the website, um, potentially even tomorrow or, or Tuesday, um, where we're going to make the whole request and comment system a lot more streamlined and a lot more uh, efficient. And, you know, that's the thing with this website. It's constantly evolving. You know, we're constantly getting great feedback from our users on how we can make the system even better than it is now and you know consider it version 1.0 um you know this thing really where i see it in my mind is version you know 20 so right. there's a lot to a lot to roll out here that we're going to be doing over time and i think people are going to be really excited about the way that this this website uh you know develops over time 
That's crazy. I mean, this is this was as a uh, web developer. This was quite the ordeal, I imagine, to set up. I was I was just curious, like how long from the birth of the idea till now did it take to get the site launched? Uh, you know, it, I, I came up with the idea back in 2007, and I, I remember even seeing you in New York and, and telling you a long time ago, hey, I got this thing that I'm working on. You were kind of like, yeah, it sounds cool. You know, let me know if it ever launches. And, uh, you know, it, you it's, it's cool because it's taken a lot of time, but, you know, we've gone through different versions of it. We've, you know, tested a lot on our alphas and, and, and you know, different versions of, of, of the website. And, you know, it, it takes a lot. It takes the right developers. It takes the right team. Um, you definitely need the right capital as well. So, you know, we worked hard and, and, uh, it's, it's really, it's really cool to get finally to the starting line officially. You know? Yeah. I gotta be honest. You when, you, when you told me about that, uh, in my head, I was like, yeah, all right. Okay. I hear this all the time. Good luck. Buddy. <laughs> Good luck. So yeah. Tell me when it's done. You're, you're mean, just, Rob. You're a walking bag of jealousy. That's what you're <laughs> yeah. No, so, it's, it's, it's all it's, good. You know, we, we, we needed the fire under our asses. A lot of people, you know, said, oh, that's going to be hard to do, you know. Let us know how it goes. And a lot of people even suggested other ways to do it. That would be a lot simpler. But, you know, the vision has always stayed the same and, and continues to stay the same. And, you know, I, uh, I really care about how, how the users feel about the website. And I, I, I want to make it the best it can be. So, you know, it's, uh, we've gotten it to this point, And um, I, I, I see no reason why we can't take it to, to the, you know, much further levels from here. All right, cool. Well, Matt, thank you so much for taking some time to hang out with us, uh, especially with your stomach grumbling. Yeah, uh, go back to the bathroom. Wait, are you are you thank in you the bathroom right now? Me. Are you in the bathroom? Are you on the throne? <laughs> I'm not. I'm I'm buried under a bunch of blankets right now, nursing a fever and uh, drinking some some uh, some Sprite, trying to settle the stomach. But aside from that, I'm. I'm, I'm happy to be on here. Put it that way. So, you sound like a cool million to bucks. Back, Rob, and talk to you about all this stuff now. <laughs> cool, man. Well, I appreciate it. And yeah, let's. Uh... Yeah, I need a webcam now. Yeah, I'm going to sign up. <laughs> no, you can lessons. ask me whatever you want in person. You don't have to sign up for lessons <laughs> to talk to me. I'm not that vain. But uh... Rob's charging eight dollars per half hour. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the way to finally get Rob to show up somewhere on time. <laughs> Welcome. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. Well, Matt, thanks again. Everyone check out bandhappy.com and you can check out Periphery on tour with Dream Theater. When does that start? Uh, we leave on Saturday and I believe the first show is on Sunday or Monday of this, uh, this coming week in, uh, in Helsinki, Finland. All right. So for all our Finnish listeners, which we do have, yeah, uh, you can check out Periphery and Dream Theater. Matt, thanks again for calling in. We're going to play some Periphery right now and hang up on you. So this is awesome. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. I'll talk soon. All right. Have a good one. This is Light from their self-titled debut album right now on the Mental Injection Livecast.
this is Chuck Blandington. I apologize if my announcements haven't been up to par lately. My dumbass neighbor has been moving bricks around his yard and screaming motherfucker at the top of his lungs all night. I haven't slept in a week. You're listening to the Metal Injection Livecast.
This is your announcer, Chuck Blandington. While you're listening to this music break, Darren downloaded 47.5 gigabytes of meat holes and gag factor. You're listening to the Metal Injection Livecast. Are you ready to shit blood out of your ears? Because it's the Metal Injection Live cast. Right now. Wow, wow. Chuck wasn't ready for his cue right there. Very unprofessional it's of Chuck. because he was getting high in the back with me. 
God damn it, Chuck. She was squirting on him. Your damn influence. <laughs> yeah, he was short-circuiting <laughs> in the back while I was squirting on him. <laughs> so, no, you were, telling, uh, you were telling us you had a story. Oh, so during the week, I was uh, talking to someone, and I remembered a game that I used to play when I was younger. Oh, boy. And then I was wondering what games all of us have played as children. Mm-hmm. So I'll share mine. Children! <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I used to have this boy that was my friend. And I don't... I mean, How old were you? I had to be six or younger because I was still in Israel. Okay. This is um, a memory that I have from there. It's an Israeli game. Yeah, so I used to invite him over, and I used to make him pretend to be a dog, <laughs> and that we were both dogs, and I would make him hum me, because <laughs> oh, I saw it on TV. Oh. You saw it, wait, hold on. Oh, no. Let's, let's scale it back a little bit. We're not on, okay. t- I mean, you know. Like- so, <laughs> <laughs> let's take it back. So- <laughs> So you're both dogs. So wait, you saw, what did you see on TV? You saw two dogs something on TV? You know, no, like how animals fuck. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean... Like doggy I, I, style? I don't, like, I don't know what, what I, I, don't know what I saw. I can't remember that. I just want to that. clarify one thing just for the listeners and for myself, just to make sure that this is still true. How much you paid for the cruise last year? Still none of our business, right? <laughs> no. All right, now go, back to, now go back to pretending to be a dog getting humped. Okay, fine. Wait. I'm done with my story. No, now, no, no. You heard they ruin it. Why you gotta be such a prick? <laughs> yeah, all the time. Wow, Sid, you really prove your point right there. Mission accomplished. No, but so okay, so you just wanted to get dry humped by by this kid, and you were no, like, I, I know, I'll say, no, hey, we're dogs, let's hump. Or I, you didn't know what sex was. I didn't what know what my rationale behind it was, but just thinking about what I used to play as a child. I thought it was just a really weird thing that I did. And then I... You know, did you guys ever do weird stuff like that? Or is it just me? Hold on. I'm still trying to grasp the story. So what? you were like, let's pretend we're dogs, right? Yeah. Do you remember this uh, like vividly? Like, Were you barking at each other first? Or were you just like, now we're dogs, so I'll stand here and you stand behind me and hump me? Like, Did you guys both know what humping was? I guess so. You don't. You don't remember. I the don't specifics. remember that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh. You just remember being humped. I remember we used to play like. We oh, so were... this happened multiple times, or or this was one occurrence. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. Rem- I mean, probably it happened multiple times because we were we were friends. I see. Uh, so I think we used to pretend that we were like, I guess, husband and wife. Oh, just as dogs. I see. Why dogs? I don't know. Why do you think dogs? Is that why you have a dog? Maybe. <laughs> Has, have you ever asked? Maybe I have, um, I have bestiality This was tendencies. just with this one kid. Yeah. You never did it with anybody else? No. How many times did you do it with him? I, well, she, she, I was this like a regular thing? She just answered this. She doesn't remember that. He was my friend when we were younger, so but I'm you, sure that I saw him more than once. Are you still in touch with him? No. I oh, he's from Israel. I wish I would remember who he Got was. Got blown up on a bus, maybe. Oh, that's not. It's a possibility. Uh, yeah. You have people in the chat offering to be your dog. I don't know if you're interested. Was it Congressman Anthony Weiner? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't a Weiner a kind of dog? It's true. Uh, <laughs> it all comes back together. I, I'm not really sure what this means, but Slow Mo China in the chat says, Rob asked his friend to pretend to be a bacon buffet. <laughs> but Russian bacon. And then uh, he but bacon. Him up. <laughs> I ate some bouginina, by the way, yesterday. Uh, the other day. It was very good. Why did you do this? 
I went by the Russian store and they had a big juicy bouginina right in the front <laughs> of the uh, right in the case there. Bouginina is just uh, really? like roast pork, basically, oh, or so smoked good. pork, I guess. Delicious. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry to mean to distract. <laughs> I got distracted by my bouginina memory. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was It was Tuesday <laughs> I had a delicious Bujanina sandwich so, uh, so yeah So what games have you guys played as children? Well, I never humped a dog That's for sure yeah, Well I didn't hump like a dog either It was a boy <laughs> And I think he humped me I'm pretty sure of that I think your mind uh, Kind of turned that into It being a, a boy Because it's, it's so traumatic That you humped a dog <laughs> Think about it, Noah. Think oh my back. god. Where did the dog touch you? Show us on Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> so did you have to like do a lot of convincing or was he pretty much up for it right away? It was just an innocent thing, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Just game. I can't think of anything that I did that was like that where I was <laughs> hanging out with a girl and we dry humped. I don't remember any occurrences like that. I you never tried. dry humped a girl? No, I mean, like, <laughs> no, I wasn't even, no, I wasn't even jump joking. That's no, I'm saying I don't remember like like a like a game as an innocent child where it oh. ended up being something sexual. Darren, uh, how often do you dry hump girls? <laughs> I mean, usually when you first start dating a girl before it gets to sex, you, that kind of happens. It's okay. a yeah, the bumping and grinding. Yeah. <laughs> that needs to be. A I, mean, I don't sit there and plan it out. <laughs> the bumping and the grinding. Like I don't have a checklist. <laughs> the bumping and the grinding. Yes. Done. But I mean, you know, it just occurs sometimes. I don't pretend she's a dog, though. <laughs> so you just work her up by dry humping. Sometimes her. she is a dog. <laughs> <laughs> but not literally. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't remember doing anything real outlandish with a girl when I was a kid. You know, it was just like kiss and run away, or whatever that kind of shit. I don't know. <laughs> I remember one time in, I was in a day camp when I was like six, uh -oh. and this girl ran over and she was just kissed, like oh, she okay. just kissed me, but like a real kiss, like like she knew how to tongue and everything, like at six hey, years wow. old, and I was like, okay, and then like a dork, I ran around the whole camp going like, <laughs> well, I forgot her name, Rachel, I think her name was Rachel, I was like, did you hear the news? Like, Rachel kissed uh, me. Because I've got a golden ticket. Right. And then she, yeah, I got a golden ticket. And then she... Like she found out And she's like What the fuck Big deal Like I kiss Every single guy so Don't like, you know I'm a whore Yeah oh, it, Yes yeah. exactly That's basically what she said Without using the word whore she's yeah. like, Or she was like I have a cold sore anyway No, oh. no She was pissed off That like I thought I was special Basically Aw, what a bitch. <laughs> really deflated me. Oh. I had another incident in that same, this is not related to this, but in that same day camp. What was the name of the day camp? Uh, I went to like 10 different day camps. Ah. I don't know. I don't remember. Was it like a religious Jewish one? No. It was just like after school camp or whatever. So uh, I went, I climbed up on the, they had this um, jungle gym. That was like a half circle. Like it would it went up and then you got to the top, like an arc, and then it went down the other side with rungs. So I was so scared to climb up on this fucking thing. Like every kid did it. None of my friends went to this camp. Like my friends from school were really popular. I had all friends in school. I went they threw me in this camp and I was like alone. Everyone hated me. So they were all making fun of me. I never went up on this jungle gym thing. 
So, and I was scared to. So one day I said, fuck it. I just went up, went to the top, like slowly <laughs> clinging to each thing. I get to the top and then I looked down and it felt like I was 110 feet in the air. And I started freaking out and I started peeing. Oh. And I, like, <laughs> I'm ha- I have these baggy, like a bathing suit type shorts on. So, are you also related to Noah's great grandmother? Yeah, I started squirting down the jungle gym. No, I started tidal wave. (laughs) Basically, yes, I started pissing. uh, I started pissing from the top of this jungle gym with everyone watching me. Was anyone underneath you? No, no one was underneath, but there was like a circle around this thing, all watching me piss straight down. It was very traumatic. But here's the good story, the part of the story, the ending was I was the piss boy for about two weeks. Everyone made fun of me. And then another kid crapped his pants. Ah, nice. nice. Yeah, so I was off the hook. He became the duty boy. That's was a good summer the same camp spot? thing. <laughs> Sorry. Was it, it wasn't summer camp like you go away to camp. It was like you go, they, a bus picks you up at 8 o'clock. From yeah, I had that. Yeah, Day yeah. camp, yeah. Yeah, it sucked. Terrible. But it was all like, like day camp. In day camp, it was all you wait a couple weeks and somebody's going to shit themselves. Yeah, basically. They're just they're like clockwork. <laughs> it's, oh. it's summer. It's a Who time for shitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? They used to take us to the dirty fucking New York beaches and shit. Manhattan like the, Beach was the one my summer camp yeah. was. We were oh, no. Blocks oh, my away. God. There are oh. needles yeah. in, yeah. The, in the it, sand. It, in it was, oh, wow. That's so funny because I went to a beach. I mean, I went to a day camp in Brighton Beach, which was uh, literally across the street from the beach, and we just went to the pool in the, in the day camp center. <laughs> we yeah, had, they, they didn't even take us to the beach. They did take us. They took us to uh, Madison High School to go in the pool sometimes. Oh, yeah, but I, I hated that too because they would. They was like tests. It was like it was like school. It was just hanging out. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like my day camp was all just recreational it's stuff. All it was like school. They made you do arts and crafts, and you had to get rated on the fucking arts and crafts. Oh. And then you had to get like past these tests for the swimming pool, and you got like like if you didn't pass, you had to stay in the shallow, and, or if you didn't want to do it or whatever, like it was like you had to do homework, learn how to paddle, and all this shit. Like it was retarded. Did your parents hate you? Uh, my, my, I think my mother just wanted to like, you know, she like during the school year she could do whatever she wanted and not, you know what I mean? Like she didn't want me hanging around the house the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like half the day was okay, but she needed to get me out. I guess. I don't know. Why don't like you that. just go to King's Plaza like all the other kids? But I was like a little bit of, well, eventually later on when I got older. King's Plaza is a local mall, by the way. Just like a shitty mall. When I got older, I vocalized it that I didn't want to go. But when I was a kid, I was like intimidated. So I just went. You know, my mother said I had to go. So Gotcha. I went. I used to try to escape from my day camp because I hated it so much. But I'd, I'd like get out the front gate and then not. Oh. It was so far from my house. I like had no idea where to go. So that I'd have to like tuck, tuck <laughs> You would have ended up like Levy Klutsky. Oh. You know what? It also happened to me once in kindergarten when I, I hated because I hated school also. Oh. And I just ran the fuck out of the school. The security guard couldn't catch me. And my kindergarten was literally a block and a half from my building where I grew up. <laughs> but I got outside and I didn't know where the fuck to go. Oh. And I had to turn back around. I'm like, damn it, I need to pay better attention. Did you put your arms out to get cuffed like you got me? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah, that was always a problem as a youth. I'd escape, but then not know what the fuck to do. Yeah, my camp, they just made us do every miserable thing I didn't want to do. Like we had Wow, I loved my camp experience. Awful. We had to go to the stupid, shitty beach with fucking... The, it, it was worse. Do you, not I, like the, do you just not like the beach? I like the beach, but I hate New York shitty beaches. And in the 80s, it was worse. Yes. 
because they did yeah. a massive cleanup of Coney Island and yeah, yeah, yeah. and sometime like maybe like eight years ago or something. And girls weren't as whorish then, so you couldn't go to the beach and like see like nip. It was just old Russian right. women. Yeah, but also they yeah. took us at like eight thirty in the fucking morning. When it was like, like grandmas get... with the hairy thighs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and not even Russian old women who you could laugh at. Where where no was Russians this? Then. Where was this? Uh, mostly Coney Island. Sometimes oh, okay. Brighton oh, okay, Beach. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, like Noah said, there's needles and there was fucking just dog shit. Yeah, just disgusting. And it, and it was nasty seaweed and jellyfish in the water, and the water was brown and shit. Yep. And they didn't even like let you shower off. Like you would, they'd say the counselors uh. would go make out somewhere, and yeah. you just run around. And then they collect everyone and herd you into the fucking uh, bus, <sighs> and with your fucking shitty sandy feet. That bus must have smelled so oh. good. You know what? Oh. That oh. that's what I would always like when I became older. That's what I thought about most was that the people that were watching us mm-hmm. were. Kids yeah. that were maybe ten years older than me, yes, if not less. That like, like I knew some of them just from the neighborhood, and they were like irresponsible teenagers. I used to and see them smacking kids around sometimes. It's too. it's so ridiculous how how like your parents would not trust or me. My parents would not trust me to be alone. But right. oh, it's okay. If this sixteen year old is watching after them, <laughs> they they'll know. be okay. Oh. <laughs> It's it, ridiculous. Did but, you go I mean, to a Russian day camp? No, no, I went to, I guess it's like, a, it's at the, the Jewish Y at the, on, on Brighton Beach. Oh, I know. So it's yeah. just like a, like it's a, it's a rec center basically. And they have like a, a gymnasium, like a basketball court. They have, uh, they have like a rec room with like billiards and ice hockey or table hockey. They have a Torah. Uh, yeah, but they didn't, it wasn't religious at all. Like they didn't preach. Was Matt Halpern in your group? Uh, Matt Halpern and I were in different groups the same. in the camp. So <laughs> we never counselor. really, we never really interacted. But, uh, what was cool about the camp was that there was a show like, at the, like towards the end of it, there would be like this competition, right. uh, like, I don't know. I think it was called color, color wars, yeah. color wars. Yeah, yeah. We didn't I, have that. That was so, it was that, so that fun. Mean something else on the streets now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That w- I wasn't, been. that's why I was, I was a little hesitant <laughs> to say it. I wasn't sure, but it was great. We were just teamed up and then like, we'd have all these different, like there would be a race in the pool where everyone would, would race, you know, everyone would be matched up. And then they would just be like, you have to play, you have to win games in the rec center. Like they would make use of all the activity rooms in the, in the area and make like a competition out of it. Pretty much like real world road rules challenge, which is why <laughs> I was so into that show. Cause I was like, this is color wars, except I don't have to do anything. And I could, just, I could just watch people dramatize it. Yeah. <laughs> but that must've sucked for the kids that were not athletic. That couldn't like do me. anything, you know? What'd you do? Uh, like, but like, I mean, it wasn't like that strenuous and it wasn't like serious and they made, they evened it out so that it wasn't like a team of really athletic people versus a team of shitty people. Like there would be one shitty kid, which that was me. I mean, I'm not, I wasn't athletic at all. You could dunk though. Not, I could never dunk. On a dunk. nerf hoop. <laughs> On a nerf even, hoop, I guess. You, you could hit yourself. a softball pretty good. Yeah, I guess so. Rob was crushing, man. He was hitting the ball like... Once I figured out how to, how to actually swing. No, even when you couldn't swing. Like, you were swinging like a girl and hitting the ball like 400 feet. He's a regular Bob Hamlin this one. Because he had never sure. done it. And then he started doing it right and hitting it 500 feet. Yeah. Jeez. It was exciting when everyone would play me in. <laughs> but and then, then he would run to third base. <laughs> yeah. He, he, ran, go, the, run the he ran to... Where do I go, guys? <laughs> I did it! <laughs> yeah. I did it! Do I just run home? Home? <laughs> See you later. <laughs> That's from a movie. I don't want I don't want Eggers to call in saying I'm like <laughs> ripping uh, something off. Hey, he's still uh, there. Why don't you pick on him? 
Was that was that Forrest Gump? No, that was like Sean. Home? That was a drop. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. When, <laughs> that's what I was referencing. Anyway, sorry. somewhere from Hollywood. Thank you, Falafel. All over my penis and face. <laughs> <laughs> my most vivid, vivid memory from um, summer camp was it was like a Friday, and one of the counselors I heard over I overheard him talking to another counselor about. He said, "This weekend, watch Paul Orndorff's turning on Hulk Hogan." And I was like, that can't happen. They're best friends. <laughs> and then I go home that weekend and it happened. I'm like, that guy's magic. How did he know? <laughs> was that uh, foreshadowed? I don't remember the angle. I, don't, I was I'm like sure, four. I'm, so. Okay. I'm sure it was probably taped. And oh, his older brother, his older brother, got like the Wrestling Observer or something. Yeah, and got this the was results. Like 1985. This yeah. was like pre-Wrestling. Yeah, one. yeah, exactly. So his older brother probably got a dirt. But shoot. I was like blown away. I'm like, how the fuck did he know? Nobody could have guessed that. <laughs> yeah. we're best friends. He must know Paul Undorf. <laughs> and really, the question becomes, why didn't he warn Hulk Hogan? Yeah, right? Fucking well, he, Tip him off. He should have went down to Venice Beach, California, and been like, Hulk, where are you? <laughs> Your best friend is going to turn on you. If only he could have warned me about Andre the Giant tearing off Hulk Hogan's cross chain. <laughs> Fucking scarred me, that shit. <laughs> That's right. You get memories listening to this shit. What a great, what a great entrance. What a great song in general. Me and my grandma watching wrestling. Her not understanding the lick of English and thinking it was real. But she was into it. Right? Oh, she thought it was. She would get so. Like, anytime Hogan was, like, getting beat up by something, she would be pissed. What it's happened? It's like, they're the- killing him. They're <laughs> in Russian. They're killing him. Say it in Russian. Let's hear it. She was so freaked out. I'm like, I, I was, like, six, and I had to be like, Grandma, it's not. It's going to be fine. And I even thought it was real, but I didn't buy it as much as she Right, did. right, right. Just chill. Whatever she, she made you realize, Russian, I lose it. She made you realize how fake it was by like, no, come on, yeah. I'm not this into yeah, it. Exactly. Uh, Falafel Destroyer wants to know what did Sid's grandma think of Nikolai Volkov? Oh, the Russian professional wrestler. I wasn't think really. She Russian. didn't like him because he was anti Hogan. She was all about Hogan. She, she didn't have any American. nationalistic. She's a real American. Yeah. Yeah. Was she naturalized? No. Oh. Yeah, she, she hated just... other Russian people, too. We had upstairs neighbors who were from Odessa, and she used to always talk shit about them. <laughs> don't trust them. They're sneaky. They're from Odessa. <laughs> like, what the fuck, don't you realize all you people are the same? What are you talking <laughs> Odessa, really? This intercity rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> she um, probably thought Nikolai Volkov was from Odessa, so she didn't like him. Yeah, because he had that weird accent. Because he was really Yugoslavian. I love this part of the song. America! America! Groban said he went to full brawl in Buffalo and saw Ondor's last match ever. Oh, yeah, that's wow. when he got that stinger in his neck because he. Uh, from was delivering a, a pile. Splash? No, he was doing a pile driver and then the way he landed, like. He gave himself whiplash. He fucked himself up with For a pile Giving driver. someone a pile driver? Yeah. yeah. Um, fuck That's it, why pile drivers are banned now. Because Paul Ronda. Ruin it for everyone. Jim Duggan turned on America? Yes, in WCW. What? I don't remember this at all. In WCW, Jim Duggan turned heel what briefly. He in a t- he's like, I'm, you know, like just was this, a typical heel turn. Was this been like, Vince Russo's idea? Yeah. This was at, at like the very tail end Nothing of WCW. Nothing is sacred with that piece of shit. Yeah. I do um, not remember this at all. Look it up on YouTube. It's hilarious. I believe you. I America! Sorry. And then remember for five minutes, Mike Awesome was a chubby chaser? Like, that was his gimmick? Oh, that, yeah. He was that 70s guy, Mike yep. Awesome. Really? I like yeah. that gimmick. 
We need a wrestling podcast, man. <laughs> Fuck. So many good things to talk about. None current. Yeah, it's, it's true. Like no, I, I have I some like thoughts on it. Yeah. Not necessarily whether I like it or don't like it, but I there's, it's very interesting right now. Okay. Some of it really sucks, and that's interesting. And then some things are good, too. Okay. But there's, it's always, there's always something. That's what I've always said to Rob is, like, we're, like, wrestling junkies. Like, even when it's terrible, we have to know what's going on, you know? I get updates from Rob, like, every few weeks, maybe, <laughs> if there's something interesting, but... Yeah, I don't watch anymore. I am a battered wife. Yeah, I will get I will get <laughs> disappointed and let down constantly. But I don't say I don't look at it that way because I feel like the shittiness of it entertains me also. Like yeah, the, the backstage stuff and like why it sucks. You know, you like the yeah. drama in between. Yeah, the business aspect of it. <laughs> anyway, I like the costumes. <laughs> Noah's been getting into wrestling recently, and it's been hilarious, like, live texting with her during the show. Uh, She's she's like, oh, she's like, wow, this guy's hot. And I'm like, well, who are you rooting for? Oh, my God, there's a ginger in this. I'm rooting for him. (laughs) Sheamus. Slater. Oh, Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) Well, Noah went with us to the first uh, WWE version of ECW show. Yeah, to the ECW arena. We trekked out there by China bus. Which we were pumped about, not knowing ECW was going to suck when it came back. Yeah. Well, there was one good part when the Big Show went on at the end. Right, the Big Show and Tommy Dreamer fought, and they fought into the audience. And they went right into the spot where we were sitting. We moved, right. Yeah. (laughs) And I was so upset. I could have been crushed by the Big Show. It would have been really cool to get a a height comparison with it, but he is huge. Or like, I would have taken a picture of him right as he walked by you. (laughs) And me just like looking up like, oh my God, like marveling at the first person that I've ever met that is like two times the size of me almost. Wow. No, well, let's see how, how, how tall he is. Really. Would you fuck the big show? Uh, I, I don't even... He was even... asking Rob. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought he said Noah. He did. I was saying it was a joke. <laughs> Go on, answer. I don't... I probably would be too scared. Uh-huh. He is seven he's feet so tall. so big. Is he really seven or they bill him as... Well, and, on Wikipedia, it says he's seven feet tall. Uh-huh. I'm assuming in his IMDb, he has to be legit about it. So... Like, what do you think he has a big schlonger? <laughs> you know, um, it's because I've all you know. I talk to girls, and sometimes they a lot of them say that like fat guys, big fat slobby guys have small penises, and like the skinny guy that's like a beanpole is the guy that has a, a massive schlonger. Well, because fat doesn't have it. I mean, he might be more girthy, really fat. but it doesn't have length. But I mean, if it's in proportion, it's got to be gigantic. Yeah, yeah like even if he has a small dick for his frame, it's probably 10 inches. Yeah. Right. Right. But like, so his size not being an issue, like let's say you got on top of him. Yeah. But you find him attractive at all? He reminds me too much of Rob. Oh. <laughs> and we're, not that I'm unattractive. It's I, just no, that's what I, I meant. I get what she meant. I wasn't even going to make that joke. <laughs> Sid was. I'm very <laughs> attractive. <laughs> I just thought it went without saying. <laughs> yeah, I, unless he was wearing a bag over his hat or something. <laughs> what if the know. bag had a drawing of Rob on it? No. What if he wore that Rob mask that we used in that sketch that time? <laughs> well, it's the Rob show. 
<laughs> on Sirius XM Satellite Radio. What if Rob just put on a singlet like the Big Show wears and put a bag on his head? <laughs> that wouldn't work. They said you should just use a Doritos bag. Oh, here's a good question. <laughs> Noah, would you fuck gold dust? Oh my god, no. No, really? No. So, out of costume, though? Someone in the chat said Noah would fuck Scotty too hotty. Yeah. That's a good reference. Would you? Um, He's I too hotty. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> I can't remember who he is. Only one better is Scotty three hotty. Let's go no through the list here. Oh, no. I do. Uh, ew. Would you fuck Val Venus? I would. Oh, Scotty Too Hottie was the one that did the worm. Yeah. No. And Grandmaster Sexay was. Uh, <laughs> so who? who let's song. ask you, right, Noah, Christopher. Who are the wrestlers that you were most attracted to? Um, Edge. Uh, okay. He's retired. I know. From oh. fucking Chris Jericho. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the Undertaker. He's just the metal looking guys. Like. Yeah. Also, um, uh, is it Kevin Ollie Nash? Anderson. Kevin Nash. Yeah, the big one with the goatee. Big sexy. And the chaps Diesel mm. He was in like In NWO or whatever Yeah, yeah. Wait Let me see him <laughs> This guy No not that one Scott Hall maybe The other guy I would actually Virgil? Kevin Nash Maybe when he was younger Cause he looks like He's in the power metal band <laughs> Oh Scott Hall No No Bushwhacker Luke the Nasty Boys. <laughs> would you fuck Bastion Booger? Oh. I would do the Nasty Boys for sure. <laughs> you would let them uh, give you the pit stop? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Which is just their armpit in your face. Uh, the, my, my favorite like shitty wrestling move <laughs> that is sold like it's the most painful thing ever. Because I'm sure it was from those jerks. Yeah. Uh, I was actually listening to Colt Cabana's podcast, and he was telling a story about the Nasty Boys and how he hates them, and because ha- they're just like two guys that just show up and get drunk and don't don't care at all and just start collecting they're money. The Nasty get, Boys get drunk and they're uh, living the role. Yeah, and he just he he's real like, life to them, Rob. He's like he doesn't understand how they get they still get work like they were on TV two years ago. Yeah, because yeah, they're, they're Hogan's friends, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, versus Food Nation. They were they were uh, they were pl- they were working this indie show as like the headliners, which is ridiculous. And it was like some guy who's in the territory, like he won the world title, and he was like celebrating it. And they get in the ring and they're like celebrating with him. And they make it all about them. Like, they're yeah. the ones celebrating. <laughs> and you're saying, like, everyone was, like, standing around, like, oh, who's going to go in and tell him, like, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, <laughs> you know, ruffle any feathers. I don't want to, like, ruin my... And he was like, fuck this. I'll go in and tell him. Like, get the fuck out of the ring. Good. You jerks. This Cole. isn't about you. Uh, no, no, I want to ask you some questions from the chat here. Uh, would you fuck the parka? <laughs> He's the chairman of the board. No. No. Liz no, Mark? No on the park. Uh, would you fuck Ric Flair? Uh, no way. Okay. X-Pac. No, how, well, how Mark about, Henry. That was my next <laughs> one. How about Ric Flair before he was old, though? No, not Ric Flair. But one time I was at Sirius, and I took the elevator down with Mark Henry, and he literally took up the entire wow. elevator. Wait, wait. I why was, was he at Sirius? Who, like, for what? Who was he? There are some wrestling there's shows. A wrestling, there's a wrestling show on. I don't even know that. Yeah. Okay. yeah, he must have been doing press or something. Would you fuck Doink? <laughs> or Bill Alphonse? Oh. <laughs> These are coming too fast. I can't. Would you have a gangbang with the Von Erich family? 
Are there any left? Yeah, There's I just guess, one. Yeah. Kevin Von Erich. Uh, Sad as Barefoot while fucking. Of up? course. <laughs> what happened um, to Jake the Snake Roberts? Uh, he's alive. like fat and yeah. an alcoholic. Yeah. Well, he was already fat like 1996. Alcoholic is a crackhead. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, he's, he's a bunch of shit. I used to like uh, Bret Hart. This is, I'm actually him. curious about this. Would you fuck Scott Steiner? Big Papa Pump. He's like in shape, but he looks just so weird from the roids. She's looking it up now. Do you like a Do you like a juice head, Noah? <laughs> I do not. But well, he doesn't look metal at all. He looks like a white trash with Ew, muscles. Ew! No. Uh, <laughs> does he really have that tattoo? Is that real? Oh, uh, the fat kid asks Bam Bam Bigelow post death. Would you fuck him? Would you fuck the rotting corpse of Bam Bam Bigelow? <laughs> Only if he wears that um, that jumpsuit, the fire onesie. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he have two costumes? Like he had one regular suit and then like the a grayscale. No, no, he always had a onesie of just fire on the sides. Yeah, yeah. But then he, he would have the regular fire and then just the black and white looked, fire. Oh, okay. He looked like he had fat tits, right? Oh, like, you God. Know, <laughs> he, know, he was pretty athletic, though. But he actually wound up in ECW towards the, when they were still ECW. Yeah. Didn't RVD beat him for the TV title? He won the world title. He won the world oh. title, yeah. Yeah. Oh, someone made this great video of, uh, like, every ECW title change, just the pinfall. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Memories. And it's funny how, like, there was a, a WWE title changes video, and that was, like, 15 minutes, whereas, like, the ECW title changes video from the pretty much the same time frame was, like, three minutes, because yeah. there was, like, seven champions yeah, the whole time. Shane Douglas had it for most yeah. of the time. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> uh, Does would you still work at a Walmart? Shane yeah, probably. <laughs> no, would you do a, a three-way with Gerald and Jack Briscoe? <laughs> I don't know who they are. They're old. <laughs> Would you I go get a with... mani pedi with Pat Patterson? <laughs> no, I'd go with, um, want. with earthquake and, and tugboat oh, or whatever their names. I think are. they're both dead. Or, or no, tugboat's alive. Tugboat's alive. Kurgan. Kurgan is dead too. <laughs> yeah. He was just in Sherlock Holmes, wasn't he? Oh, no, was that, that was Nathan, Nathan. Oh my Lane. God! Nathan, I would not uh, fuck Yokozuna. He's dead anyway. <laughs> Someone asked me, did I watch Jericho's Return? Yes, I did, and I loved it. That was hilarious. I hope they do more of that tomorrow. He just came back, Noah, and said nothing. Like, he walked in the ring, got an ovation. He was like, yeah! I picked up the microphone. Soaking it in. Then he didn't talk, and then he just kept doing that, like, soaking in the crowd. Mm -hmm. And then he just got out of the ring and left and never said anything. And the crowd started booing. Yeah. (laughs) But then he came back and did it again the next week. Yeah. The same thing. (laughs) And then he started crying. Like crying from emotion, and then he walked out again. <laughs> so is he doing this on purpose? To yeah, people. Yeah, he's trolling everyone. Right, but that I was like always it. his thing. He was always a jerk, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he was a good guy once in a while. But even then, he was like snarky. Yeah, <laughs> calling Stephanie a dirty bottom feeding basement trash bag. I just love the oh. the steady stream of obscure wrestlers that are yeah. in the chat right now. This is great. Would you fuck Crash the boogeyman? Holly. That's what the boogie. <laughs> oh my Mr. god! Fuck you, <gasps> Mr. Wrestling number three. Would you fuck? It could be anyone. Yeah, just put the mask on, Sid. She'll fuck you. The Black Assassin. Would you fuck the Black Assassin? <laughs> he was in the opening match of WrestleMania, Noah. So he's dead. Maybe. SD Jones. 
Would Noah Actually, fuck? Would Noah fuck the headbangers? Aren't they dead? <laughs> well, one of them I think is dead. I think yeah. the other one's on Band Happy. <laughs> Who's dead in the head? One of those headbangers looks like me. Thrasher, Trasher, yeah, whatever. Yeah, the one that looks Thrasher like it or Trasher it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maven? All right. Would she fuck Maven? Does he even count? How about Raven? <laughs> He's Jewish. Yeah. Ah. Good Jewish boy. Scott Levy. And he's got long hair and he's a metalhead. Yeah. Okay. He's but he's he, like, he always wore Nevermore shirts in WCW. In Fear Factory. And Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. You and Raven. Are we, are we still asking me if I'm going to fuck these guys? I guess. I don't know. Noah and Raven sitting in a tree. <laughs> F-U-C-K-I-N-G. Oh, I remember Raven. Falafel yes, Destroyer wants to know if you'd fuck Farouk. Would you fuck Ron Simmons at least? Nice. I don't know who these people are. Stop asking me. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, would you fuck Alundra Blaze? No. That's a woman. Would you fuck Trish Stratus? Yes. <laughs> Lita. Right. This is just Lita like the, from a long time ago. Beautiful Bobby Eaton. This is just like when you're He's asking me beautiful. if I wanted to fuck black women. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sensational Sherry. Pete Gas. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Abs. <laughs> Miss Elizabeth. Whole Mean Street Posse. Missy Hyatt. Yes, yes, oh yes. I want to fuck all of them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the one that used to like have a shaved head? I said, oh, Savio that's Vegas. Her. Oh, that's her? Jersey Animal Steel? Oh. Yes, her. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to fuck her, but I just remember her. That's a her. guy. Wait, what? No, what was oh, the one? Luna Vachon? Luna, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole, Nicole Bass. That's a good one. Would you fuck uh, Bull Nakano? Yes. <laughs> Hakushi? You probably would. He's all tattooed. I'm Asian. You're into that now. <sighs> all right. No, would you do a three with the conquistadors? <laughs> yes, I would. Would you allow the Mountie to mount you? Yeah. Would you let the machines run a train on you? Big machine, little machine, <laughs> Piper it. machine, Hogan machine. Machine, machine. We're on a train because they're machines. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. That is my obscure wrestling joke <laughs> of the millennium. <laughs> <laughs> that was a polite. Should we laugh? Yes. We should. Uh, all right. We're going to get out of here because we've accomplished two hours. That was painful. Yes. Would you let doink and dink three-way you? Two in the doink, one in the dink. <laughs> Fiddle says every Samoan wrestler at once. <laughs> Just don't hit them in the head. With the chair. They don't feel it. <laughs> what if she squirted at their head? Oh. That could be my thing that I do. You'll be that's your wrestling name, the squirter. This is your intro. Yeah. <laughs> From parts unknown. <laughs> Weighing in at two hundred liquid ounces. Hey! The squirter. 200 ounces isn't that much. Yeah. Liquid ounces. Because yeah. yeah. it's squirt. Even if it was ounce ounces. So we're just weighing what my body can hold in fluid? What? What? Why are you getting all particular? What a brooding entrance theme. Yeah. This is like when Doink had no music. and it was just, <laughs> Like the, 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 the circus weird sound effects. <sighs> Would you fuck Goldberg? That's I'm interested in that. Oh, Bill Goldberg. <laughs> you don't know Former he's Jewish. WCW World Champion. He's definitely Jewish. I know. I like the name is familiar, but 
I can't remember their faces as fast as you guys do. No, I would not. What about the Botswana Beast? <laughs> That's not a wrestler. What do you mean? <laughs> Who's the Botswana Beast? You, it was like a Kamala knockoff. Oh, I, I, right? I don't know. The that. Botswana Beast was definitely a wrestler. I believe you. Would you fuck the guy that killed Lubby Kletsky? <laughs> not a wrestler, but he's Jewish. <laughs> Oh, my, you are correct. In the Damn right. come on. She's not even answering it. <laughs> Carlos right. Cologne? I, I feel like you guys just want to say all these names. Yes, so we just, just do it. Yes, well, so you have to answer Just let it out. Pedro Morales? It doesn't even matter if I answer. <laughs> right now we're having an obscure wrestling bukkake party on Noah's <laughs> face. That's what Fiddle said Kane is Jewish. Is that true? Glenn Jacobs? It's actually pronounced Chaim. Chaim. Chaim Jacobs. The big red machine Chaim. <laughs> oh, I get it. Instead of Kane, oh yeah, well, I, I see. That was that was funny. Thank you. <laughs> okay, uh, let's get out of here. I think we should play that newsreel we found <laughs> one more time. Oh, I had a song, but all right. Let Darren play a song. We could do both. We could do both. That's the, that, that was a little just popped up on me. Not sorry. Go ahead. Play the newsreel. All right. Uh, we will not be here next week because no and I would be Miami bound. To the 70,000 tons of metal Which we will be live blogging And posting photos and hopefully Some video stuff um, And but we will have Another mixtape that's exciting yeah. um, and You don't seem very excited That's so exciting everyone yeah, Come I on, can't. Yeah. Pretend you're on No it's going to be great It's going to be another great mixtape For uh, if any we have any new listeners That want to catch up to stuff That we've done in the past We'll put a few of our highlighted clips and burp it up a little. And during the week at some point, you will see Noah's naked ass on the... Hey! Well, that's, that's the selling next, point. next week. That's next week. Right, right. Not yeah. this on week. the cruise, I mean. Now you have to do it, it's Noah. It's not going to be naked ass. Yeah, no. guys. Slip a nip. Guys, Slip a nip. stop it. 70% naked. I'm going to be on a She's, boat and dressed as I should be. Right. She's going to be dressed with a naked appropriately. Ass. Appropriately for a cruise. Briately. What? A no. boat briately. No, I'll be stop. wearing a Hawaiian shirt and long. With the nips cut out? <laughs> yes, with, with the nips cut out. No exposes her nips <laughs> on the 70,000 tons of metal cruise. You heard it here first. The golden nips. That was like the number one responded to thing, though, was oh, your yeah. ass pics. I'm pretty sure Metal Injection was going to go under until those photos got posted. Yeah, the, that's when he got off that 80,000 US dollars. It saved our quarter. Yeah. <laughs> How lucky are you to have me as a friend, Rob? <laughs> oh, so lucky. No, would you fuck Dan Severn? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, just go. Just keep okay. saying names. Go ahead. All right. Steve Blackman. Ken Jamrod. <laughs> Jinder Mahal. Gilberg. Bobby Heenan. <laughs> Tiger Ali Singh. The Barry Horowitz. Crew. <laughs> you okay, Rob? Bill Eadie. Axe. Tully Blanchard. Come on. Ole Anderson. I said that. That oh, was one of the first ones I Arne said. Arn Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> Can't go from Ole to Arn. Did you fuck Vern Gagne? Vern <laughs> <laughs> Gagne. Or his son Greg, the younger one. Vern was much more charming. If you were around at Over the Edge, you could have squirted into the ring and then Owen Hart wouldn't have died. He <laughs> <laughs> would have just slipped. He would have broken his snow. He would have landed in a sea of uh, yeah. vaginal Colonel, cum. Colonel De Beers? Let's he do some AWA racist. guys now. <laughs> Jake the Milkman Milliman. Stan Hansen. Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect. Oh, he's dead. All right. Let's play the squirter. We'll see you in two weeks with a new episode. 
Until then. Wait a minute. Do you remember that wrestler, Sid? Yes. Whatever happened to him? He he's, broke his leg. He's right here. It was very gruesome. That was yeah, you? you go on YouTube and look at that. Yeah, look at it. It's disturbing. Not yeah. suitable for life. Yeah, it's really Gross. fucking creepy. Um, all right. We'll see you guys soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. Whoa. Squirting heroes of American history. Today, the story of Gretchen Ilsa von Avior, great-grandmother of the metal injection personality and serious certificate owner Noah Avior. In 1919, at the age of nine, Gretchen discovered her fabulous squirting powers that would later benefit all mankind. Father, the orphanage is burning down! You have to save us! Igora, I know that we're all in danger, but I still can't resist touching you on your nono spot. Come here and let me look under your skirts, young lady. Father, no! This is so wrong! Wait! What's that strange feeling? I feel like, like I have to pee. Oh dear, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. It's an ever-loving tsunami. 140 children survived that day as the tidal wave of vaginal juices put out the raging fire. Father O'Malley drowned in the sea of clear, sticky, gelatinous goo and his hands never touched another underaged pee-pee again. Fast forward to the 1930s. Gretchen Avior, now known to the public as The Squirter, has refined her skills to precision pinpoint accuracy, and her aid is enlisted by the local police in thwarting a bank robbery. Police position her plucky poontang pistol on a rooftop across the street, and it's open fire on the hapless outlaws. Good lord! Right between the eyes! Every last one! That's one hell of an accurate snatch. For her heroics, the Squirter is awarded the key to the city. Squirter, your vagina has done a great public service. Put that squirty salami smuggler on ice. We'll need it soon. Yes, sir. Wait, what's going on? The room is flooding. I'm sorry, Mr. Mayor. Award ceremonies turned me on so much. Oh, dear God. Everybody run! Need someone to teach those nasty Nazis a lesson? No problem. Just call on the squirter. Allied forces employ the squirter's copious cooch control as she infiltrates Gestapo headquarters. Heil Hitler! Heil Hitler! So, you are the new SS officer, yeah? I have heard great things about you. The Führer will be pleased to have you aboard. Wait, wh- why are you disrobing in mine office and touching yourself? I, I have the strangest boner right now. Oh dear God, the office is flooding! Nine! Nine! I can't swim! Help me! That's right, a whole battalion of crowds taken down by the squirter's benevolent bearded clam. And for good measure, the Allied forces bring her to Auschwitz to squirt out the ovens. Now you get here. A little earlier you couldn't come. I'm off a schwitz from this Fahakta oven and my skin is peeling. 
Today, the squirter is retired from covert operations, but she still uses her wondrous wound for good, flying over the Midwestern United States to irrigate crops and over Africa to alleviate the devastating effects of drought and providing drinking fluid for its citizens by sticking her magical muff out the Bombay doors and splash. Millions of lives are touched thanks to Gretchen Aviar, a squirting hero of American history.